live from the Rusty Nail. Chris Connor, Ross Tivino, Justin Apple here. Before we get into the show, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. This podcast is presented to you by the Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Pro Pels Talk, located at 918 Poetry Street by the Superdome. Give them a call at 504 523 5413. If you or someone you know has been involved in an accident, Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Pro Pels Talk. Jordan Hawkins, welcome to New Orleans. I've been saying this since three weeks ago, live at the Rusty Nail. We got a fucking shooter. Chris Connor, I'm cursing tonight. <laughs> Cheers to the boys. I know. I'm, I'm, a little, I'm, 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 I'm jacked. Wow. Oh, okay. Chris Connor, what's up, man? What's good, man? Jordan Hawkins, New Orleans Pelican. Look, man, I mean, you know, I got to give you credit. You've been, you've been calling it for a little bit. But, you know, we talked about a lot of these things about how what this team lacked. They needed even free agency or off, other offseason moves. We talked about how they could use a shooting. We've been talking about the meeting shooting for a while now, but not just shooting, movement shooting. Guys that can do things off the ball that don't have to have the basketball in their hands to make an impact offensively. And for all the struggles that this team had sometimes in the half court with fitting in so many different players, winning different mini lineups, I don't know if Jordan Hawkins will play right away. He's 21 years old, and, you know, we'll see. I mean, given our injury history, given the Pelicans injury history, if you play at day one. But – Regardless, when he is ready, you have to think that someone like that with that skill set fits perfectly with what this team currently has and what they've been needing for a while now. Listen, Ross, we talk about he's a, he's a big-time player. What he did in the postseason, that March Madness run with UConn, uh, I vividly remember done a lot of film work, but he hit a dagger three there in the national championship game uh, against um, San Diego State. Uh, what do you like about him? Well, he's just got a he's got a functional skill, right? And and not only can he shoot, like Chris said, he can shoot on the on the move. And when you start thinking about, we've been talking now, and there's been a lot of noise this offseason about the Zion stuff, all this other nonsense, right? The one thing you want to put around a player like Zion is shooting. And so the fact that you've got a guy that not only can shoot but understands how to get himself open with movement. I think is, is a crucial thing. I mean, there's a lot of questions, even even with a player like that. Like I said, he's a rookie. Like, you just never really know what you're going to get. He's got to put some weight on. He's got to become a better defender. But he's got the one skill that everybody in the NBA is looking for and the one skill that our team desperately needed. And so, I mean, look, it, it's a 14th pick in the draft. I'm not going to sit here and, like, go overboard about it. But but you at least address the need, and that's all you can really ask for, I think. Chris, we talked about this. We literally talked about this before we got on. We talked about Grady Dick and all the all the memes and all that different. He went to Toronto pick for us. But Chris, you now get a shooter. You now pair him with Trey Murphy in the second unit. Maybe Trey's a starter. I don't know yet. But imagine now you're surrounding Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram with shooters. You'd CJ McCollum, Jordan Hawkins, Trey Murphy. You finished what 28th in the league last year in three yeah. point percentage? Yeah. It's the 14th pick. I get it, but they addressed a need tonight. And and you know what? For them staying at 14, they stuck to what they've been doing. You know, when it comes to drafting, like they're they're picking guys that are a little bit, you know, maybe you know outside of Dyson Daniels, but you know, older guys that fit their personality type of being. You know, seem like they come from you know good good backgrounds, whatever whatever the case may be. Maybe a little bit more more mature just in case they have to be called on um and i think i mean some would 
when I was reading scout reports, some say he might be the best shooter in the draft. And I don't know, you know, you know, we have to see between rotation fits and you know, and, and health when he's uh, called upon and when he ends up playing. But I mean, you know, you can't say enough for whether we were talking free agency, whether we were talking trades, whatever the case may be. This team needed added shooting. Um, I mean, to me, I like the pick. You know what I like about him? It, when I think about the, the guys that we've taken over the last few years, even even the ones that have played well, right? Okay, Dyson last year, kind of quiet, unassuming to a certain extent, you know, yeah. was labeled as a passer, high IQ, this, that, and the other, defender, yeah. but really before that, Herb, a defender who's gotten better, Jose, a defender, was, you know, I think all defensive at, at, in the ACC, and Trey Murphy, who was has – was came in as a guy that could shoot and they thought that there was a lot of potential there but he wasn't like nobody thought of trey murphy as like coming out of college as a gunner i mean now he's turned into that right jordan hawkins is coming in and shoot like i mean the what i saw from him at the end of last year and then through the tournament that's the dude who ain't afraid to let it rip there's and, no question what he is day one the confidence exactly. And, it, and, that's, that's, and I like that you've got – and part of it is just that type of player. Like, we needed a guy that, for better or for worse, even if it's off the bench, which I'm sure it will be, a guy that will just come in and confidently say, man, I can shoot. He has one job. And, yeah, did you know, think of how many times did you say over the last year and a half, Trey, shoot it. Yeah. Just shoot. Shoot Jordan, it whether you're open. Jordan's going to shoot it. He's going to shoot. But, you know, because, you know, we talked about people people, people being comfortable in their role. Like, even when we talked about Doug McDermott, mm-hmm. we talked about Max, Max Strauss, we talked about Duck and Robinson – guys that you know no matter where they go throughout the league no matter um what role they're in like their job remains the same because it's their strength and there's no question that you know you're not going to be asking jordan to create off the dribble you're not going to be expecting him to be this amazing defender you're you're bringing him in to do two things you know shoot and shoot on the move that's it but it's mainly shoot space the floor and that's and the game. And, and another thing not being talked about, now you get Borrego coming in, controlling the X's and O's, the, the scheme of the offense for us. Like, he is literally, I got to talk to him a, a couple of weeks ago, but he is based on movement and yeah. off-ball movement. So you draft now Jordan Hawkins and now put him in with a mind like Borrego. you got to like the fit. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that too, Chris. But go ahead, Ross. No, I, I was, was going to say, I, I, no. I, I mean, I pointed at you. We had a couple cocktails, but I was saying, I pointed at you first. And then was, no, but, but you, oh, you, like you, you said what you said, exactly what I was thinking is that this pick has James Borrego's fingers on it to me as a guy that fits what he wants to do in terms of off ball movement, spreading the floor, getting right. guys that open up passing lanes. So, I, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's, it's the 14th pick. I'm not going to sit here and say that we got some franchise altering thing. But we we filled what we needed, and I think I think we drafted a player that that can. And I normally don't say this about rookies, but I think I, we drafted a player that can play early. Really? So, you, so because you he has a, because he, because he has something we need. Okay. You know, but but I will I will give the other side to this. George, like Hawkins, is a draft for need, right? And you know, even even at fourteen. Uh, you know, you you did have a guy there like him, like Cam Whitmore, right? A guy that is somewhat of a risk of a gamble. It's not a safe pick. Hawkins is a is a safe pick, and when you're in this situation, you know, I do I do wonder if drafting for need, the conversation surrounding Scoot, like you hope it works, 
But at some point, you do want to know, you do want to wonder when this franchise will take a gamble that they are comfortable and confident in. Because all the everything that we heard, everything that was put out, the scoop noise was real. And if you love, if you love Scoot, and Scoot loved you, it's very weird to not see him here. And you get to 14, you have an opportunity to get a guy like Cam Whitmore, hell of an athlete. Medicals, I understand the medicals, but Michael Porter Jr. had a had a questionable medical history. He's a champion now. In this situation, you know, could that have been a better pick? Is the only thing that I wonder. I get that I don't doubt that Hawkins is gonna be a decent pro. Yep. But at 14, you know. I'm glad you brought that up because I'm looking at the timeline right now. Um, and we'll get Ross' uh, thoughts first, then we'll go to Chris. Uh, some people are upset with the pick, and some people are saying that they should have, you know, been aggressive. What are your What are your thoughts? Do you, you know, with all the scoot noise and Zion, the brand and stuff, are you Are you happy? Are you disappointed that they didn't move up? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Did you not believe it? Like, what What are your overall thoughts? No, I think there was enough noise out there to believe it. Um, I'm, I think, indifferent. About the scoot stuff, I don't think I was ever quite as high as, as some other people. I would be happy if he was here, but he, I, I wasn't a, I wasn't a move Zion for scoot. No, ever. Like not that, Zion. that was not. No. That was never. I just didn't. I don't know. I, I didn't. I think for me, going back to Chris's thing, it, it's it's a tough predicament to put yourself in, right? Because I think if we'd have all sat here and said, well, if everybody said Cam Whitmore was the best player available, like just go take the best player available. Right. I, I, it's hard for me to knock the team for addressing what we all agree was an obvious need. Right. It, it, but I, I do certainly appreciate and agree with with what Chris said there that at some point this franchise does have to take a risk. Like, it, 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 and we're almost to that that inflection point of like at some point we're gonna have to take a risk. Now maybe Scoot for you know maybe that wasn't it. Maybe Cam Whitmore wasn't it. But at some point I think we're gonna have to lay the cards on the table. And decide whether we want to be a champion or not, and, and, and that comes with risk. What are your thoughts on that, Chris? Because uh, to, to Chaz's point, you know, we, we talk about gambling or, or gambling, and, and the right move is to maybe move Brandon for for, for scoop. But but to Chaz's point, it, it does it does matter what Charlotte offered, and we, we don't know that, right? And there there could be More reports important. that they wanted Brandon and Trey Murphy and or Herb Jones. Like that's too much, right? Yeah. So, you know. We don't know everything that was offered or what we offered or whatever. So are you happy or are you disappointed with the pick? Like especially with all the noise and me and you've been talking every day about this. Yeah. I want to hear your thoughts on that. I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of I'm content, you know. I mean, I think and this is my my opinion personally. Um the health of, of your best two players is gonna determine where you go regardless. And to me, you know, nothing none of that changes no matter what you ended up doing. You know, so if if, if those two guys play anywhere close to enough games, the team should probably be good anyway, you know, but it's just, it's just, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm disappointed. I'm more so I'm confused. I'm content, but I'm also confused because I mean, it just everything, everything that we heard, man, it felt like Scoot fit everything that they wanted. And it felt like Scoot, you know, the Pelicans were everything that the Scoot, what the Scoot may have wanted. That's what's kind of confusing. I mean, I'll say this. I my question with Hawkins is this: We had so many, we had a lot of problems with the way that Trey Murphy was used throughout the season, 
right? <laughs> and yeah. you know, we hope that Borrego coming in will help with that. And right. you know, and but I mean, I you know, do are we putting all the pressure on him in regards to how some of the how how some of the sets are offensively when it comes to how the movement is and the plays that are drawn up? That's the only thing that I you know that I wonder. There was so many there was so many things left on the table when how we how you use Trey. Will you run into that same type of situation with another guy um, that I think is capable and should be a hell of a shooter day one? Let me pose a question because but before we get too far off of this scoot and, and Jordan Hawkins and everything else stuff, there was a lot of noise. Do you do you think it's done? I mean, a lot of stuff happens in these day or two after well, the draft. Do, do you, you think, think it's, it's done? Do you think it's done? Eighty percent. You think it's eighty percent done? Eighty percent. I mean, I just because of the player they drafted. Yeah. Because, you know, Jordan wasn't. If 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 Hawkins went nineteenth, I wouldn't have been surprised. Yeah. There were other guys. When you look at big boards across the way, they were they were three, four, five individuals that were higher than him. This feels like a draft for current need. Yeah. And listen, it translates day one in this in this league it's a floor spacer jordan hawkins should play a long time in the nba long time he i mean should. And, and, and to quote i'm not but to quote jared and Lido, he reminded me a little bit of ray allen the way he can shoot the ball and stop the way it. he moves off of it stop it I'm stop just, it it's just where do you go to school again he's yukon oh, okay perfect oh good. it's literally perfect <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I told, and I, I don't want, I don't want to bring bring the noise down. But I told you this before we started. You always bring the noise down. That's because we, we talked, we talked <laughs> That's a lot about And I read, I read some stuff today that said, yeah, he could just be a, a, a good version of Anthony Moore. I'm okay with that. This team, this team, this team could this use, team could use that. But we now we don't need another superstar. No, we need, I agree. We need guys that can shoot the basketball. We, but no, 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 no. We need health and we need maturity. Yeah. That's fair. That's what we That's need. Fair. That's we need health, fair. professionalism, maturity, and guys that are going to play I will games. Say, I, I will say this to everyone here. So we heard that Jordan Hawkins not only crushed his workout, that Trajan actually wanted to see him again. Right. And I, I just, he, I, I kept reading that Jordan Hawkins. Kept crushing workouts, kept crushing workouts, kept crushing. Workouts. The shooting travels, like he's, he's, shooting, and then everyone will be asked, "Well, will Willie Green done play rookies?" But when you can shoot, see, I don't. That, that when you can me. shoot, you can play. I don't buy. Like I don't. How can how can you say Willie Green doesn't play rookies? Like how can that be anyone's opinion? There is no evidence to support that. None. I think I will well, hold up. I, I think it's more of the Trey Murphy that he didn't play him his rookie year, but it was more of a defensive thing. Well, by the it. time we got to the playoffs of that year, Trey was playing a bunch. I mean, it just I don't buy that. I, I don't I'm not saying we've been the best developmental, you know, staff in the league or something, but I, I think this notion of we don't play rookies or we don't and that that's nonsense. That's nonsense. Nonsense. It's nonsense. It just there's just no there's just no evidence to support that, that since Willie Green's been here, we don't play like we don't play rookies. Like that, that, that's a I think they're going to give him every chance to play. I do. I think if he can play, they're going to play him. I, I, I mean, I guess it depends on the perspective that you have. I mean, Herb Jones was, you know, was one of Willie's favorites dating back from summer league, right? right. You know, Herb actually started what game? He started game two, right? Because Josh Hart got hurt game one. Yeah, I mean, he didn't play. Herb, Herb didn't play game one, but well, if, a good point. even if Josh Hart didn't get hurt, Herb was going to find his way right. out there. It was just, you know. Willie was there with it. Trey Murphy was going to play day one, right? Was he not? Well, well, he had he had some rough patches there his rookie season where we like put Trey Murphy in and then. He but went. I mean, he did play game. He he did play game one. But, yeah, and you're right. But Trey Murphy, and you're right. 
And Trey Murphy, like, literally got to the point where, like, you can't take me out of the game. Like, I'm this good. I'm this good of a shooter. You can't take me out. It now, took some time, yeah. Okay. Now the questions remain. You got Zion. You got Brandon. I they're moving. What's next for Jonas Valanciunas? Is we go Chris and Ross. Is he staying? Is he going? Because that's the question mark. You have to shore up the bench. Um, there, there's still a lot of moves that need to need to happen, in my opinion. Chris, what do you? What would you like to at least see uh, be improved on the roster? I don't think that even even introducing James Borrego into the into the fold. I just have a hard time seeing them have, I guess, a one or a sense of urgency towards giving Jonas the amount of opportunities offensively, specifically in the half court that he's going to need or require to get the best out of him. So if that's the case with all of the other options that you that you should hopefully have available. I think you need to find a way to change that starting position yeah. and add more of a modern rim protector if you choose a floor space or whatever the case may be i think that needs to be the goal at that position real quick who who, who would you like to fill the void i mean you know the pipe dream of course is it's it, it's always been miles turner because he's so goddamn cheap it's always indiana, been it's turner. always been indiana doesn't want him Indiana doesn't want him, and we're watching. We're watching other other players that teams don't want go for a lot less. You know, I mean, going going for going for you know have their value. I think it should be an easy conversation. And the Pelicans have been have been tagged to Miles Turner and quote unquote interested in Miles Turner for a while. I, he may not be the fit, but I think somewhat of that kind of prototype, if not him, Jared Allen. If Jared Allen was, you know, was someone and who, yeah, has I mean, been receiving trade requests. Yeah, that would be that would be perfect, and I think it would be perfect for the Cavs as well. But something that can help. If Jared Allen doesn't bring anything else, he brings consistency and he brings sustainability. Those are one of those. Those are both words that David Griffin likes to use. Okay, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up because, like, I, I see people are being disappointed about the the pick and things like that. But this ain't this is far from over, Ross. There, there are still moves that can be made trades free agency i know we're not a free agent destination i understand that but there are still moves that can be made yeah, um, i mean we're not even we're not even so is it is it fair to say that you're disappointed in the pick when 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 you drafted no, a need i think so, i think people so, are disappointed so, yeah, they didn't is, trade up for scoop no yeah I yeah and, and that's fine whatever the the i think i think chris just hit it on the head is that to me if you'd have taken the best pick available which if you thought that was Cam Whitmore, that to me would have signaled you were running it back with the same, like you were just comfortable, hey, we're going to just go back with what we got, cross our fingers and hope for help. You just drafted for a need, okay? Jonas Valanciunas no longer fits. He doesn't fit with what you're trying to do. He just doesn't. It's time. We just sat here and talked about it, how – it's time to like let's push a few chips into the table. And I'm not Miles Turner isn't isn't uh again some franchise altering center, but he is a need. He fills a need cheaply. He's team. not locked up long term. It's time to cash. You, you, so how I'm, do you cash in the chips? I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now. So we've got you've got this cache of picks over the next handful of years. Just think about what you're gonna have on your active roster next year. Eli, EJ Liddell, basically a rookie. Jordan Hawkins, a rookie. Uh, Dyson, Kirk, Daniels, Dyson Daniels, basically a rookie. Basically rookie. Kyra Lewis is still a rookie because he's Trey, Trey Murphy, <laughs> Trey Mur <laughs> think about it. Trey Murphy, Herb Jones, Jose, all in their third year. 
half of your active roster is going to be guys barely halfway through their rookie their their first rookie contract. You have a lot. Of, what you're saying there is, is no need anymore to continue to stockpile draft picks and make draft picks. Cash in some of these picks. Give Indiana what they need. They're, they're not. They're not asking that. Like, I, there's no indication they're asking the world for miles. They're not. Like, they're not. Make the money work. Get the shit done. Get a player in that can help us today, and, and move because, forward. Like, Justin, what are we doing? Did you know this? And did you know this? Oh, you know what? I won't even. I'll ask you. Who's the cousin of Jordan Hawkins? Yes, I, I do know because of shout out five Angel Reese, which okay. is I didn't even. Glad you. I'll tell you, it's perfect. I people are like, I don't like the pick. I'm like, take care of the promotion. Who did you, who did you want? Get, get Angel. Listen, at this point now, I'm assuming I'm I'm hoping if he is if he is a Pelican, Pelicans, look at me. Take care of the promotion. The camera's there. Take care of the promotion. <laughs> get Angel Reese in the Couple building. Cocktails here. <laughs> get Angel Reese in the building. Okay, have her have fun. Have her do the Tony Ayo John Cena thing. Let it work. Her cousin's there. Bring her in the training camp. Do whatever you have to do. It's easy promotion, easy money, easy access, easy easy attention. You know, that's it. Give me a grade on the draft pick. Ross and Chris. B. B minus. I'll take that. It's a 14th pick. Like, I mean, you drafted for need. You got to go shoot. B minus. It's a C. Average. You should have drafted Cam. So you think you should have drafted Cam? Yeah. Real quick, do the medicals scare you at all, or you don't care? No, we we have enough medicals to scare <laughs> us. <on. laughs> we have enough medicals to scare us on the current roster. <laughs> Adding another one doesn't just matter. We just, we just we just we just we just fired someone a part of the medical staff. I don't I don't. I, Fuck, the, we don't. The we head don't trainer. At this point, we don't even know. I, I don't. I didn't read it. I'm not a doctor. I don't care. Let them figure it out. He's 18. He can grow into it. I, I will say this all that everyone watches. We had so many Grady Dick memes and t-shirts Dog. and everything ready. I'm so, that's the only reason why I'm upset we didn't get Grady Dick. I mean, just so, Joe Myers would not have he couldn't have been a call. Hey, he wouldn't have been. I mean, I mean he There's would have no to way. him him in his love for saying the word stroke and stroking, it would not have worked with GD 13 or 14, whatever. It just wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. And I and I don't know if you're Antonio Daniels. How you sit there with a straight face and call the game next to him? How do you be color commentary and your and you know your partner? Okay, Big stroking it. Yeah, exactly. How? What am I supposed to say to that? I don't. You can't. I, what should I say to that? Yes. No. No. It doesn't work. Jordan Hawkins. Jordan Hawkins. Jo, jo, Jordan Hawkins stroking it works different. Perfect. Welcome, Jordan Hawkins, New Orleans. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't quite work, but <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't say pause and then and then lick your lips afterwards. It doesn't work. It doesn't. It, that doesn't work either. <laughs> Chris Smith of Ladder and Blue is one of the top realtors in New Orleans for a free marketing valuation. Your property to book a. Uh, Let me try Taylor, Taylor Hendricks to Utah. Fuck that. Oh, oh, no. Chris Smith of Ladder and Blue is one of the top realtors in New Orleans for a free marketing valuation of your property. So book a property tour or to talk real estate. Give them a call at 504-231-2004. Once again, live at the Rusty Nail. Always, always so good to see you, Chris. 
Appreciate it. So man. glad you're here, Ross. Now, so make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Love to hear your thoughts. Are we ending this show? Do you want to keep going? Why not? I want to see how many swings you can knock. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I will say this. I'm happy that we don't have 14 second round picks. I went, I went through the whole read. Okay, well, you know what? Fuck it. We're, la, la, fuck it. We're going to keep going. Um, do you think we move back into the second round? No. No. Because we were, it would be you a know what? We actually it thrive. Be, it would be a Pelican's round. move yes. to move back into the second yeah, round. absolutely. Because, uh, you know I mean? I think that at this point, all right, if you didn't, if you decide, or move move back into the first round, okay? Take Cam Whitmore. In fact, last year, okay, we have to remember this. EJ Liddell, when they drafted him, was not, he was not supposed to be. No, you're right. You're right. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know what we're going to do? We're going to cut this off. We're going to go. We're going to get this up. And then we're going to go live. Yeah. Okay, go live. so why not? We're going to go live. So why not? Like, comment, subscribe. Let me hear your thoughts on Jordan Hawkins. We will see you on the live.